I found this old recording yesterday uh, from about 2005. This is how it all began, okay. more or less. I'm just experimenting with this I River. Oops, I'm walking through the I'm walking through the furnace room. You can hear the. So what I'm doing is I'm using this lavalier mic that I bought and uh, plugging it into this I River. I bought this thing today on an impulse because I'm jealous about you being able to do portable recording, and I wanted to be able to do it too, so. I don't know who you was. Um, the kids are in here. Hi, kids. You. Say hi. Mm. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. What's the movie you're watching? Hey, turkeys. Yeah? What's the movie you're watching? The Cat Returns. The Cat Returns. <laughs> it's Little Will. Now, every time I touch the cord, there's a bit of a distortion. Or a little, see that clicking? So cute. I, that I think it's the mic. And Mary, here. Mary just went. Didn't want to be interrupted from her movie. Some other way with that. Okay, I'm gonna go upstairs. Now this is all recording in mono. Um, because I don't have a stereo mic. If I had a stereo mic, this stupid thing would record in stereo ah. at 320 kbps, which is high quality MP3. Which was really great for the at time. At 44 kilohertz, which is not that it's ancient time, but CD quality. So I'm gonna go outside. I have morning voice. Sorry. The jet going out overhead. I think it means I was snoring. <laughs> I wonder if you can hear the jet. Walk around a bit. Yeah. See, the first thing I record is a goddamn plane. <laughs> Backside. I believe Chub Creek had already started, but I had not yet gone walking around and talking while I walk. Opening the back gate. I'm wondering how bad the wind is on this. I can see walking around and talking to yourself. It sounds a little crazy, but... But eight years later, here we are, still doing it. Chub Creek 146. Way back when, when we didn't have to think Come on in, don't be a dick The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm On the banks of Chub He says we're going to be a while. <laughs> I'm saying take your time. Okay. And the woman says, unless you want to come in our canoe. She was cute too. She was. Uh, <laughs> Should have jumped on that. Actually, uh, what made this whole process a lot easier? Here I am in a lineup yet again, right? And I'm at a conservation area, for God's sakes. Was that she had some really short shorts on? <laughs> she had to fill out. They were going on some multi-person canoe trip tour. At this, uh, this is at Weimarsh. And she was leaning over to fill out this form in front of me on the counter. And, uh, and she had, not that I noticed, but she had extremely short jean shorts on. <laughs> 
So it made the weight. Not that I'm a dirty old man or anything, but it did make the weight uh, allegedly, allegedly a little easier. Uh, I'm not ready to record yet, but I wanted to capture some of these birds. Too bad about the traffic, though. You can still hear traffic. Very pretty. I'm here, I'm here at a uh, place my buddy Gary goes to all the time. It's called Weimarsh. And it's just a kaleidoscope of trails. Not very long ones, by the look of it. And it's... Right here, it's really interesting because I've never seen a forest like this. This is tall... Mm, I don't know what kind of trees, elm trees. But also, f uh, the whole forest floor is four feet high of ferns. So it's kind of like dinosaur land. Pretty cool. I took the... Uh, I'm not ready to talk, so here I am talking anyway. I took the scenic route up here. I uh, decided not to take the highways. And uh, Siri led me through a beautiful lush Ontario farmland drive and it was really really nice it took a lot longer probably 40 minutes longer maybe even an hour longer maybe not but well worth it it's just such a beautiful drive I stopped several times I wish I'd stopped more because I kept thinking oh it'll get nicer in a few miles and I passed so many beautiful rolling farm hills stunning what a wonderful drive, and it's a beautiful day. This is June the 6th, 15th, 2013, and looks like a good start to a great day. I'm looking forward to this walk. Uh, it, this is a marsh. It's a great big marshland, um, but I haven't really seen much of the marsh part of it yet. I'm still in the foresty beginnings of it, and I forgot my windscreen, so I'm going to have to keep stopping to protect you from the windiness oh, good drive a lot of thoughtful thoughtfully thoughts that I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking thoughtful thoughts as I drove um, I was kind of going through the mental exercise of wondering what is it that uh, what is it that I'm not conjuring up to talk about when I'm out on my little journeys and it occurred to me that a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, of content in just old memories of stuff, which I'll probably get into a little bit later. I can see you. Where are you? It looks like a sparrow, but I don't know. Sparrows are, I, it's incredible. I have an app that will play me all of the songs of North American birds and show me what they look like. And, uh, and, uh, I'm amazed at how pretty the s song sparrows are. There's a lot of different sparrows. There's a pages of sparrows. And they're really pretty. The songs are really pretty. See, here I am talking about just birds again. <laughs> uh, that's what you get. Until I feel like changing it.
I'm gonna try to record in little clips as opposed to big long, big long nothings today. Let's caution. This little shed here is a caution sign. Oh, I can see why it's all wrecked. It's like a bird lookout. Lots of nails sticking out. It's an enclosed wooden thing. That's cool. You can peek out and watch the birds and stuff. Or bears. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Not sure what it's for. Whoa. Watch out. It's stuck on a nail. The nail's sticking out, but they're all sticking into the wood as opposed to up from it. If that makes any sense. Hey, let's see what we find. There's a plane anyway. <laughs> Something's mad at me. Where are you? Oh, I saw you. I'm told there's... Uh, yeah, he's moving, I can't tell what it was. Pretty song. I'm told there's a lot of pileated woodpeckers here. I'd love to photograph one just really well. I just have only glimpsed one once. Frogs over here too. Hope it doesn't get windy. I really wish I brought my windscreen. So we're looking at marsh here. You can see the bulrushes and little frog heads. There you are. Such a cool noise. Ooh. Remember that time that I was at that other marsh and. All the frogs erupted at once. Wasn't that cool? I'm also told there's a lot of turtles here. Badgers. Oh, there's a frog right there. Well, maybe not the greatest shot because he's in the dirt. Gary told me that's a leopard frog, I think. Okay, more in a bit. Pretty bunch of variety of life out here. It's a little windy, which is too bad. But uh, I have my peak limiter on. I wonder what that sounds like. Hopefully it's not muting the sound, but I know it'll stop it peaking. I just heard a great big granddaddy bullfrog or something. I'd never heard that noise before. Kind of went like that. I'm hoping he does it again. Ooh, what the heck is that surfacing? Is it fish of some kind? It looks like a massive tadpole. Wow. <laughs> I've never seen a tadpole that big. I guess frogs have this stage. I didn't really know about where they're almost a frog and they're giant and they have just a big, look like a big sperm. Oh, there goes a blue heron right in front of my face. Could have got a great flyby. I think I'm gonna just stay here for a while and capture things. Or maybe shut up. Oh, it's getting windy. I better pause. Seems to be time to go to church. 
The birds don't care. Turtles don't care. Badgers don't care. Ducks don't care. That thing doesn't care. What is that? I can see him. He looks kind of like a roast beak or something. Or a chickadee. It's hard to tell the scale. What a racket, eh? It's kind of nice, but also kind of noisy. Wind. I swear to God, you try to find some peace. You got a plane on the right side, you got a church bell on the left side. I think it's all in traffic. <laughs> as great as this place is, it sure is noisy. Oh, another bell. It's playing a song. Bing bong bastards. Kind of pretty. Reminds me of being in England when I was young. I was about 15. My folks brought me to England. It's probably one of our last trips. I was probably turning into too much of a high-maintenance teenage prick to take on trips, but I remember that one. And I remember being somewhere like... I won't even, I won't even guess because I don't know where the hell we were. Uh, we were places like Newquay, which I think is the same area as Land's End. Cornwall... It's probably all the same thing. And I remember the church bells. And they just go bing 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 And it's not even in sync, it just sounds like a big cacophony. But that little ditty was not bad. Okay, a lot of wind. I gotta get into the into the bush before I record next time, I think. Now I hear motorcycles. They've got a very cool little um, swan sanctuary here for healing. In They're fighting. <laughs> totally fighting. For in healing injured swans. And there's about six or seven of them here. They're all tagged. And that's the noise I thought was a bullfrog. They're going, they go, oh, oh, like that. 
and I got some really brilliant two of them just took off and I got 30 shots I gotta have at least one good shot in there of them really powerfully flying into the air it might have been good so that's cool anyway nice little nice little thing they got going here there's ducks and grackles and red wings all taking advantage of the uh, seed this is kind of a nice thing they've got a the sounds of it, it's a 1.6 kilometer long boardwalk. I want to read you this sign. <laughs> I have to go back. There's a lot of signs here. This is very polished, this place. Very wild, but still very well looked after. With lots of signs. and But uh, <laughs> here we go. There's this picture of this innocent looking flower, and it says Spotted Water Hemlock. Do not touch with a big graphic. And it says, Spotted Water Hemlock is considered to be the most violently toxic plant in North America. <laughs> Humans and most animals are susceptible. Oh, I thought I'd get through this. To poisoning and death after ingesting plant material. The onset of symptoms is often so sudden and traumatic that treatments are not always successful. That's pretty scary stuff. <laughs> Don't eat the flowers. Symptoms include salivation. That's a symptom. Muscle spasms, violent convulsions, coma, and death from respiratory failure. Death reported to occur in as little as 15 minutes or two to three hours after a lethal dose. And don't even touch it, it says. I think I've read about this before. I want to catch one of those cute little birds, those little yellow birds. I keep forgetting what they're called. There's a lot of them here. I think I'd have to say this is definitely one of my favorite spots so far. Gotta come here with the kids and the, the folks. You two gotta come see this. This is really, really cool. It's just, it's kind of like what you wish. It's the, the whole thing is set up to observe and be right in the middle of nature. It's a loop. So the loop uh, has lots of red wings flying in midair. Oh, he's hovering right above me. That's cool. Lots of birds here. It looks like it loops. So it goes right out into this uh, mostly bulrush marsh. Tons of birds. And I guess it comes back around because I see some people walking back on a, another leg of it over there. photograph uh, this little bullfrog in this uh, 
tour guide canoe full of people just went right over him. <laughs> oh well. He was, and now I'm confused again because he was making that swan noise. So the swan and the bullfrog are making the same noise. So I'm confused. Either that or I just thought the swan was doing it. Damn wind. Oh, I almost recorded it. I keep failing at recording these frogs. It's windy again, damn it. Okay, I'm gonna pause. It won't. Yeah, oh, look, look at, at that froggy. big guy. Can you wave hi, Froggy? Say hi. That is big, eh? That's hi, a big frog. Froggy. <laughs> wow. Watch him jump back in. Hi, Froggy. <laughs> that was fun. His little family there caught one of the bullfrogs. And you're only supposed to catch things like smaller than your thumbnail. <laughs> but who you know, he's fine. The bullfrogs here are massive. They're the size of my hand. They're bigger. And, uh, but what I can't believe though is I knew there were turtles here, but I didn't know they were that big. There was a couple of turtles here that were uh, two feet long almost. Gigantic turtle, that's windy again. Anyway, so I got some pictures. Hear that? That's the bullfrog noise. Finally, I thought the swans were doing it. I gotta get some shade. I didn't bring a hat. I only got here for a couple hours. Ah, damn, there's no shade here. It's all completely open. I'm off the boardwalk now and uh, just on the grass trail, but it still heads right into the, uh, the marsh area.
to record this bird. It's a goddamn plane. You hear that? Gary texting me. <laughs> you ever heard anything like that? That is, let me know. I think he senses me now. Wow, what a cool sound. Where are you? Head here somewhere. There he is. If that's it, it's just a little bird. Looks like a sparrow to me. Another frog symphony happening. I guess this is another nature podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna get out here and talk to you about things, and it's not happening yet. Too much adventure. I hope the recording levels are okay. I've got it absolutely cranked, so. Ooh, little swallow. They're so brave, eh? The swallow will fly within inches of your face and then veer away. They're just so playful. Or maybe that's their threaten, threatening behavior, I don't know. They just look so, they look like they're having so much fun. I remember thinking when I was a kid, if I were to be reincarnated as anything, it would be a barn swallow or a tree swallow. Because they're so playful and beautiful and they fly so well. See, some hummingbirds, or hummingbirds, dragonfly will stop and hover right in front of me <laughs> I just don't have my camera ready I'd love to catch one right in mid hover right in front of me <clears throat> but I did get some uh, I think really great shots of a dragonfly I managed to get my little RX100 my little handheld uh, Sony handheld they're all handheld my little uh, portable Sony you know they're all portable how do you call what do you call that mm little tiny camera anyway um, I got my camera within two three inches of this dragonfly and with uh, 1.8 aperture I should get some really good depth of field 
Uh, so I hope it turns out. And I also got some, it's a dragonfly, right? I'm trying to be as creative as Gary is with it. He, he sometimes will just center a shot so perfectly that just that alone makes it interesting, you know? Pretty happy today. I got some great shots, I think. I know the swan shot was probably great. I had a look at it on my camera and there's a couple of breathtaking ones. I'd be surprised if that doesn't end up as my cover shot for the episode. It was fun driving up here. The uh, Everything about the drive reminded me of my childhood. Partly because uh, when I was young, I was a swallow. Look at that guy. <laughs> I get distracted by the birds. I hold my hand over my head to not burn. I'm just afraid of getting really burned. Because um, Dad used to drive a van delivering... Um, supplies, films, books uh, to various libraries in Ontario and one of the places was Elmville and I just remember driving through Elmville today thinking, wow, Elmville oh, I can't say it Elmville it's been a long time it's really cool, I love little Ontario towns Dave, why didn't you bring your hat? I gotta catch some of these swallows, they're right above me. Hang on. Wow, look at the size of this marsh. Oh my god. I'm looking out at it and it's, I don't know. It's just endless, endless bulrushes. It's not water, it's bulrushes, so there's water under it, I suppose. But it goes on probably for three or four miles. It's a huge circle of marsh. I gotta find cover. Make sure a dragonfly lands right as I start talking. Hang on. What's that now? <laughs> Helicopter? Dad used to also, um, I guess the organization was the library, central library system, the Ontario library system or service or something. What the f hell is that? That's a chopper. Put you down for a sec. Interesting. Anyway, uh, Dad was probably one of the first people in the country to work with online connectivity, and he used to set up computer systems so that libraries could talk to each other online with very old <laughs> IBM, early, early IBM machines. And uh, I know he's quite proud of that. And it's, it was in, this would be in the 70s almost, I think. Late 70s, if not early 80s. And I remember him showing me this stuff. And uh, I was all kind of like science fiction to me. Plus, 
uh, being a kid, it was also boring to me. But now it's fascinating because um, back then it would have been like magic. Typing and filling out an order and it, or whatever and it appears on the screen in a completely different place. <clears throat> and uh, used to travel all over the place setting those up in libraries. And I used to go with them uh, on the, in the van. I think I said that, didn't I? It was so much fun just hanging out with Dad, eating lunch. We used to go eating lunch was what I used to look forward to because for some reason I was always starving. Not because I was underfed, but because I could eat until I looked like whatever I was eating. And uh, these are pretty flowers, little white cup-shaped things. And. Damn wind, I have to keep stopping. Um, I remember one place, there was this deli we used to go to. And, uh, sorry, I'm looking at a butterfly. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Beautiful, tiny, like a miniature monarch. Beautiful. If he lands, I'm taking your picture. Land. Oh, he landed. Okay, hang on. Finally, I'm out of the sun. But some bugs found me. Being dive bombed by something. <sighs> anyway, what's it talking about? Ooh, there are ways to go back. Um, we used to stop at places for lunch, Dad and I. It was so much fun finding a new place for lunch. And there was one place. They used to make this, they called it a mixed meat salad. <laughs> and I think all it was was the offcuts for the day mixed with mayonnaise and some kind of relish. It was, to me, just about the best thing I could ever eat. And whenever we were in that area, we used to eat that on a big Kaiser bun. <laughs> it was so good. I think there was mustard involved. I don't know. And Dad used to introduce me to, uh, those are the days where I, I, te I was tested on how I could stand hot mustard. Dad's a big fan of hot mustard. Oh, speaking of Dad, that's kind of uh, completely coincidental, but it's Father's Day tomorrow. So happy Father's Day, Papa. I absolutely did not mean to start talking about old stories about Dad. It just... Popped into my head, and here it is, Father's Day. Got a nice message from my cousin, wishing me happy Father's Day. <sighs> yeah, I want to come back here when I have a hat. I want it to sound so sunny. Other towns around here, like Midland, Penetanguishene, all these funny Indian names. What do you call it? Um, Aboriginal names. First Canadian names. Toronto. People in the States call it Toronto, and it's Toronto. Or Toronto, as I say. To totally glorious day. Beautiful day today. I sure hope the recording isn't wrecked from having the limiter on.
I can't see these pretty birds song birds. <laughs> Who's that guy? You recognize that one? Sounds like a robin that's kind of gone insane. I notice a lot of birds sound like robins. Penetang, that was uh, the one memory I have of Penetanguishi. Which is a little town pretty close to here. Um, a lot of benches everywhere. I'm going to sit down because I feel like I'm out of breath all the time. When I'm talking. It's going to snap under my weight. And that'd be great. In loving memory of our loving mother, Rita Helston. And I snap it in half. I probably can't sit long because the bugs will find me, but... Uh, yeah, Penetang. So, way back in the 90s, it was about three years where I played in a band, and it was some of the funnest years of my life. Because everything you think it is, it, it is. All the feelings you think you'd feel, that's what you feel. That's why it was so great. It was almost like a dream. And one of the funnest times was... Uh, one of the most exciting times was we, we were uh, going to play for this grand finale of some band uh, in Penetanguishing. What were they called? I'll never remember. Some hair metal band. It'll come to me. Maybe Dave in the Clouds will remember. I did remember. They were called Brighton Rock. And uh, you know what? The, their hit song, their Canadian hair metal band, and the tune Hanging High and Dry was their hit, and it was a really good song. I was just here, let's rock out to a little bit of it. separate cordoned off area for it, ready to hold about 10,000 people. And we were going to be one of the first acts to play. And have I told this story before? This is the thing. I, 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 my memory is getting really bad and I feel like I've told everything already. But It's not that interesting a story other than uh, they set us up on, these, uh, on the stage with all this gear. And... Um, you do a sound check, right? So everybody plays, and there's a guy way out in the middle of the field doing the sound check. This is nice. I should sit and talk more, shouldn't I? It's just a lot more easy to think when you're not looking where you're going and seeing things go by. And so it's my turn. The, dr the, the, the drummer sound check is always fun to watch because usually it's just kick, 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 kick drum over and over again, and then snare, snare, snare over and over again because they often mic them differently. And then they just let him play, and it sounds so great. Um, but then when it was my turn, 
I start to play. I played some riff, I don't know what it was. And uh, there's microphones aimed at my amplifier. And so as I start to play, it sounds loud already because I've got it cranked right up. But then he starts to turn up the faders, and it sounds like a jet engine flying across the... That you can hear it echoing off the hills for miles. It's one of the most powerful feelings I've ever had. I tell this story all the time because I can't... But I can't quite put it into words properly because you just can't understand the feeling. It was just like... Um, you know, holding a battleship. It was amazingly powerful feeling. And I just riffed it. I just wailed. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish you were there. I didn't mention they announced it wrong and nobody showed up. Those are the things, eh? There's a lot of times back then where... Even like now, you know, there's times that I feel like, I wish you were here to see this. You know, some moments you really wish someone was there with you. But, uh... Hey, that's why I do this, right? What a beautiful place. I'm right in the middle of this almost completely covered bush. I'm at an intersection of two trails here. Um, the Muskrat Loop and the Woodland Trail. And I'll probably go back to the, to the center after this because uh, my head's probably burned red and I don't want to be in pain. I've been enjoying listening to you, Ken, the Scarborough dude. I've been enjoying that. He's been doing a little bit of uh, self-analysis, and uh, he's very good at that. He's good at being honest with himself. Um, whereas I don't really want to get all that personal. I get sort of personal, and then I back away from things. Like, I don't want to talk about... Um, I don't even want to talk about what I don't want to talk about, you know? Whereas he will will go right into it and it's so much more valuable as a listener to to hear that stuff that bird's kind of annoying isn't he shut up um but he was doing a little one-on-one -on -one with uh, a counselor and the counselor was himself so he was counseling himself and it was very interesting to do i, I almost wanted to try it myself because although i'd be almost afraid of what i'd ask myself because you know you don't want to get into your deep, dark thoughts with everybody, do you? But maybe that's therapeutic. I can't even think what they would be. Anyway, that's probably something for another time. So here at Weimarsh, I think I'm better sign off, or I, I don't even know how long I've been on. I say that every time, because I just don't know. But it's a great place. I really think you should come here if you can. Bring the kids. They have actually, that's one thing I didn't mention, is they have canoes, big canoes that they'll take you out on. Like I think I mentioned earlier, there was a bunch of people on, a, on one being taken on a tour, and uh, it looks like fun. Oh, I don't want to drive back home now. So tomorrow I'm going over to Mom and Dad's house, and we're going to enjoy the day together. Thank my uncle. Johnny will be there, and Megan will be there, I think, and we'll maybe tackle that big slab of wood that I bought. Did I tell that story? I think I did. Yeah, I did. So we're going to try to carve that thing up and make it into something that makes sense. So, I'll sign off. Hope you have a wonderful week, and 
Hope everything's going well for you. I love when you get in touch with me. Which way do I go? This way or that way? And you, and you have been, and I appreciate it. But please continue. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. I love you. I said bye.